Good Baruch, everybody. Mazel tov, mazel tov on the completion of Mitzachtas Brachas. The next few minutes, I want to talk about the Indian of Siyam in general, and then I want to speak about the Indian specifically of the Siyam Mitzachtas Brachas, and then talk about a little bit the reflections on the Daf, reflections on the idea of the Daf Yemi. So, first of all, the idea of a Siyam. Where exactly do, is the Makar and Chazal that we are supposed to celebrate a Siyam that we're supposed to make a Sudas Mitzvah? So, there's two primary sources in the Gemara. The Gemara in Shabbos and Kufi Tesla Manaf brings down that Abaya. Would make a siyum, says the Gemara, Baramara Abaya, tastily, the Chazina Tzurban Rabbanan, the Shalim Mitzachta, of Dina Yemu Talar Abadan. Abaya says that when a Tzurban Rabbanan would finish a Mitzachta, when a young Talmud Chacham would make a Mitzachta, finish a Mitzachta, Abaya would make a siyum for the Talmud Chacham, for this young Talmud. Now it's interesting that Abaya would be the one to make the siyum, so the Amshar Shalim brings down that Abaya is Rosh Hashiva, and it's Rosh Hashiva's responsibility to make a siyum for the Talmudim when they finish a Mitzachta. It's also interesting that Mashal points out that many times we'll find that the Gemara will say tasty. Tastily. The Gemara will say about different people that they were tastily a certain thing. And Marsha speaks out, tastily was the thing that they epitomized, was that, that's what they represented, and that's what they were proud about. So it's interesting that Abaya, what Abaya was tastily, what Abaya was represented was the fact that he was he made a siyam for his Talmudim. So the question is, what exactly was a tremendous milo making a siyam for his Talmudim? So the Chavetz Chaim actually explains that what's the Maila in general having everybody come to a Sudas Mitzvah coming to a Siyam? Right? Why don't you just make a small party or why don't you just celebrate by yourself? So the Chavetz Chaim brings down that in order for a person to know whether he's learning Lishma or Shalai Lishma, one of the ways to know is if he's happy when somebody else is learning too, when somebody else finishes the Mitzvah. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Says the Chavetz Chaim that if a person is Mitzvah and somebody else is Siyam, him, then you can see really that his learning is lishma because again he's not he doesn't get upset or he doesn't get jealous by the fact that his friends making a siyam. On the contrary, he's happy and he's mesamech and his friends simcha. Says the chavetz chaim, "Lishem kaved az ein mesamech, abu mulishem terah az ein simcha gedayim mizu shechaber eis to see him." Says the Chavetz Chaim that when your friend makes a siyum, when your chaver makes a siyum, the biggest proof that a person is learning for the right reason, that a person is learning lishma, is when he mishtat with the siyum, is when he enjoys in the simcha of your friend. So it could be that's what Abai was saying, the Chiddush was Abai was saying that that's what tastely, that's what I represent. That I'm happy when my tamidim are making a siyum, and that brings me to the simcha, and that's the proof that a person is learning lishma. So that's one gemara that gemara brings down that Abai would make a siyum for the tamidim when they finish mesachta. That is one gemara in the gemara that a person should make a siyum, he should make a yomtiv when he finishes mesachta. Another gemara is the which is also a mission in Tainus, that the Mishnah says that the Klai Yisrael was misamech on Tuba'av, they made a Simcha Tuba'av. There's different Pshatim in the Gemara why they were Simcha. Now, one Pshat in the Gemara is, is that was the day that they finished cutting up the uh, wood for the Atsim Aracha, and they, cut, they finished the Mitzvah. So the Muki explains what was the Simcha when they finished cutting up the wood for the Atsim Aracha. says the Muki Yasim, Babasim, Tav Kufchaf Alpham and Reis. Says the Muki Yasef that you see from our Gemara that when a person finishes doing a mitzvah, really any mitzvah, when he's mashman, he should make a simcha and mishta, and he should make a yamtiv out of it. He should be misamech, he should make a party, and he should make a yamtiv. Which is actually interesting. interesting some of the posts can bring down that you see from our, this Gemara that really when a person finishes any sort of mitzvah, he should be happy and he should have a tremendous simcha and he can make a suddhas mitzvah when he completes any mitzvah. And the really is a simcha when a person finishes and goes through and does an entire mitzvah, there really is a simcha in that as well. There's an, an, also a medrash which brings down, the medrash in Parshish Tzav brings down that when Aaron and his sons finished being Mekadish there, Yadayim, and they were Mekadish the Kalim for the, for the Mishkan, they made a, they made a Suda, says the Mepsikta Razutra in Vayikra Parshish Tzav, Kach Kimon Shen Niskachua Kehanim Niskachua Kalim Matsul Aitzayim Yamtiv. 
says the Medrash that when, from here the Chacham said that when a person finishes making a finishes a Masechta Tzarech Lasis Yomtiv he is Mechuyiv he has an obligation to make a Yomtiv for his friends and the Medrash says Koshka when a person finishes all his Limudim which many people learn when he finishes Shatz then he should make a tremendous Simcha so again the Medrash says that when a person finishes a Masechta he is Mechuyiv to invite his friends and enjoying the Simcha so now this is actually brought down this dinner making a Sudas Mitzvah is brought down in the Ramah in Hukhaz Talmud Terence in Rishon the Ramah brings down Kishim Esayim Masechta Mitzvah is Smayach Velasei Suda Vinikrath Sudas Mitzvah says the Hedig Ramah that when a person finishes a Masechta it's a Mitzvah to be happy and to make a Suda and that's called a Sudas Mitzvah and he brings down the Makar from this Mugyes of Abbasra and the Gemara in Shabbos that we saw from Abaya and the Archa Shochem brings down over there the Yechayim Lismayach Kama Yamim Kidemuchach Mehach Tamayid Katan the Archa Shochem says a Chiddush that it's Muchach and the Warm Mayid Katan that a person could be mis- is as a chiyav, or a person has the ability to be mesameach for many days when he finishes the mesachta, when he makes a siyum. So again, it's actually brought down that the minig in Europe was, at least when there was a siyum ashas, that the minig was that they would celebrate for seven days, they would have in Lita, the minig was that they would go for seven days, they would have a entire party. And that was what Rabshach was made, that Be'esha also siyum ashas, also mishtav simcha, love shuchag shivas yam. For seven days straight, they made a shiram the simcha, shiram the siyum, and they were wearing the big Shabbos. Hanashim natu afin chelik with simcha bazaar, she'afu maifu bishot afshim with the siyum, and it brings down that the woman got involved in the party as well, they cooked for the siyum. So again, this idea that a person could really celebrate for many, many days when he finishes the Masechta. So now the question is, what exactly is the special Milo, what exactly is the special Indian of making a Sudat Siyam, of making a Sudat Mitzvah when a person finishes a Masechta? So there's many different Pshatim and the Achreinim. Again, there's not so many Rishonim on the Indian of making a Siyam, which is interesting. There's not so many Marmachimists in Chazala making a Siyam until we get to the early Achreinim. Really, the uh, Rish of the Sugya is the Marshal and Baba Kama and... He's really the first one, the Chavaz Yar, also has a long shuv about it, but really Marshal is the one that really talks about it at length. So there's different shots in the and what exactly the Indian is. However, there's a beautiful Kudush Levi in regards to the Yom Tov of Shuvus. The Kudush Levi in Parashat Midbar says like this, We see that all the Yom Tovim, their names are based on the events that happened in the past. Meaning Pesach is called Pesach because we, we you know, eat the carbon Pesach and Sukkot is called Sukkot because we sit in the Sukkah, the Mitzvah Sukkah, the Kach, Sharm Adam. Ask the Kudosh Levi, why is Shavuot called Shavuot? Why is it called weeks? Where we're celebrating the Mitzvah that already passed. We're celebrating the, the Mitzvah of the Sukkot, which already finished. The Kudosh Levi should be called something based on the, on the, on the day itself. Why why is Shavuot the only Yomta that we find that we call the Yomta based on a mitzvah which already happened? So it says the Kedushas Levi, Mipneishu Kamei Siyam Mitzvah, because it's like when we finish a mitzvah. Kamei Shamarinu Chachmanu Chachmenu Tesli De Chandasayim Mitzvah, the Kotzimor and Shabbos. That we see that there's this idea of celebrating when a person finishes the mitzvah. The simcha is tremendous. And we make tremendous sudas, and he quotes it from a drashim about this. Like we find that people who they were they learn Torah. Ask the Gushas Levi, so beautiful. So we're, it's called Shavuot because we, we are finishing the mitzvah, so we celebrate the fact that we finished the mitzvah. But what exactly is that simcha? The mitzvah is already done. Why are we celebrating now that we finished? Says the Gushas Levi, it's a beautiful minute. That on the mitzvah, on the Yamtav Shemina Tzaris, Shekasha Alai Predatskam Rashi brings down that the reason why we have Shemina Tzaris is because we talk to Lishbarchu, Kasha Alai Predatskam, it's hard for us to take leave of you. Lamad Davardema says, 
The Kedusha Slevi, what is this comparable to? It's comparable to a officer invites the king with all his entourage to come for Suda. That you tell the king when you're finished the Suda and the king's about to take leave, you say goodbye, you're, you're very sad that you have to leave, the, that the king is leaving, and you. You show him that you're upset that he's leaving. And you tell the king, please stay a little bit longer so that we, we don't have to leave yet so that we could enjoy each other's company. And so too over here, when a person finishes doing a mitzvah, when a person makes a siyam, he's telling HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we really don't want to leave, we really want to spend another few minutes, another few days learning this Masechta, we really enjoy this Masechta, and we're showing how important the Masechta was to us. You know, when a king comes and he leaves, if we just let him leave and we don't say you know, how much we enjoy his company and we don't say how much we enjoyed having him there, and we just let him leave, then you know, it's a zilzal, the king's covered, it's a zilzal in what, in what we just accomplished. And so too over here, when a person finishes the Masechta, if he doesn't celebrate, if he doesn't show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, wow, this is, this is what was important to me, and this was really something that I'm proud of, then he is being pagan, the covet of what he did, and he's not recognizing the chashivas of what the person did. So again, a, a beautiful idea that the reason why a person has to make a siyam is to show himself and to show HaKadosh Baruch Hu that this is what was important. It was not something that he just happened and something that he's going to forget. It's something which is, which is part of him, and it's something which he's proud of what he accomplished and therefore he is celebrating. It's actually interesting when I was by a Sima Shas, Reb Diskin, who's one of the big Rashivas in Bnei Brak, he asked a Shaila, he said, why is it called when a person chazers a Masechta? It's called chazara. It's called returning. He said, the chayr, it should be called shinan, which means when a person learns something, shinan means to learn it again. Chazari says, when a person leaves a house, so now he's, now when he comes back, it's called chazara because he left the house and now he's coming back to the house. So why is it called when a person finishes a Masechta and then he learns it again? It's called chazara. It should be called shinan. It should be called you learned it again. It's not that you finished the Masechta and now you're chazar, you're coming back to the Masechta. You're learning the Masechta again. Why is it called Chazar? So you want to explain that what Chazar is, is it's not just you're coming and learning the Masechta again. Chazar is that a person learned the Masechta, he built a Masechta. It's like a person built a house and he's coming back to that house. He built Masechta's brachas. Now how much of exactly of, of the Masechta he knows, Baal which he well, that doesn't make a difference. A person built a Masechta and now that Masechta is his. So therefore when he comes, when he's chazing the Masechta, now he's coming back to the Masechta that he built, the Masechta that he accomplished, and the Therefore, that's why we call it Chazar. There's actually a very interesting Vilna Gain. I haven't seen this inside, but I saw it quoted a few times. If anybody knows where the Vilna Gain is, I'd love to see it inside. But there's a Mach, which we'll see in the Gemara, called Samuel, which is uh, equated with the Yitzhahara. And the Vilna Gain said that this Mach stands for Siyam Masechta in Lassus. That the job of the Yitzhahara is to make a person not make a Siyam Masechta. Because the, the, what the Yitzhahara wants us to do is say, you know what, you didn't really know the Masechta, you didn't really finish the Masechta, you, really, you didn't know all the Gemaras you learned. And he doesn't want you to have that uh, recognition that you built the Masechta, the Masechta is now a part of what a person accomplished, and therefore his job is to make sure a person doesn't celebrate a Siyam Masechta. So therefore our job is, when we finish a Masechta, we should recognize what we did, and we should recognize that we have finished a Masechta and accomplished and built something which Be'ez Hashem will stay with us wherever we go. Now on the Indian of, specifically Masechta's brachas, the Vilna Gain says that there's a difference between Chachmas HaMayach and Chachmas HaLev. It says the Vilna Gain, Chachmas HaMayach is things which a person learns. A person could learn many, many different svarim, he could learn many different ideas, many different gemaras. But that is all Chachmas HaMayach, which in the Muslim svarim it's called this idea of Chamar Noisi Svarim, that a person could be a donkey who's carrying a lot of svarim, which means that a person could learn a lot of information, but it's all carrying on his back. It's as if, you know, the computer, you could have the gemara in front of you, and there's no difference if the gemara's in front of you or you learned it. Now again, not to 
minimize the fact that a person was Isaac and Talmud Torah, and that's a tremendous thing as well. But that is Chachmas Samayach. Says even the good, what is Chachmas Alev? There's something called Chachmas Alev, which means that a person internalizes what he's learning. A person takes what he's learning and it becomes a part of him, and he becomes a changed person. And that's really our job, says the When a person learns, he has to take the learning that he does and turn it from a Chachmas Samayach to a Chachmas Alev. Therefore, when a person finishes a Masechta, there's no better time than for a person to look back and say, what exactly have I learned from this Masechta? What have I taken away from this Masechta that now I'm a different person? So again, everybody, I think, should pick different Gemaras which speak to them and which spoke to them. And there's so many brachas, is really an action-packed Masechta with so many different beautiful Gemaras. I'll just speak out two Gemaras which really spoke to me and two themes which I saw running throughout the Masechta. The number one, number one idea was, we saw this idea of Sholem. We saw the Gemara ended up with this idea of Tamei Decham, Marben, Sholem Ba'ilam, and some of the Acharnim explained that the Pshad in that is why did the Masechta end with that? So it's a beautiful Marsha and Yevamis, but there's other Acharnim explained that the reason why the Gemara ended up with this was because the Mishnah spoke out that the Chachamim went against, made a, made a Takana that a person should be Makdim Shalim with Hashem's name. And actually, some Acharnim learned based on Rashi that it's not just a Takana that you could, it was actually a Chiv, that a person in Chiv too say hello to somebody and say Hashem's name. It's a Takana that a person when he sees their friend, that's Neisham Aleichem. Not just a nice idea, it's a Takana, it's a Chiv. So, that's why, and even though it was seemingly going against the terror, because you're mentioning Hashem's name, where it wasn't seemingly allowed to be done, the Chacham said in order to bring Shalom into the world, your person is allowed to do that. And that's why the Masechta ended with this idea that Tamid Chacham marim Shalom Ba'ilam, because Tamid Chacham brings Shalom into the world, because they make Takanis to bring Shalom. And again, we, were, we saw the Gemara in Daphid Zainim and Alf, a beautiful Gemara. The Gemara said that they said about Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, Amalab Yechem and Zakai, Shalei, Dimu Adam Shalim, Ba'ilam. I feel an Akhrabishak that Rabbi Yechem and Zakai went out of his way to greet everybody, and he always made sure to say Shalom to everybody, even to Ain Akhrabishak. So again, you see his idea, Tamit Akhamim, their idea, their goal is to bring Shalim into the world. And you see the Rambam at the end of Hilchas Hanukkah, you see the, the amount, the Hashivas that Chazal put on this idea of making Shalim, of bringing Shalim into the world. And it's actually one of the, uh, one of the, Things which the uh, Mishnah brings down, the Bryce brings down actually, down the Perkyavas and Perkvav, that one of the prerequisites for a person to be successful in his learning is Ayavas Abrias. He has to love other people. He has to love everybody in Kleiser. Again, this idea of bringing Shalom, that in order for a person to be successful in his learning, he has to bring Shalom, he has to love everybody. And I actually made a quick calculation. If everybody would go out of their way to say Shalom to three people in Klai Yisrael, if I said Shalom to three people and those three people said to three people, then 13 people later, everybody in Klai Yisrael would have said Shalom to each other, would have greeted each other. So if we could just take these small little measures, these small little steps to try to bring Shalom in Klai Yisrael, to try to greet everybody with a smile, then Be'ez HaShem, we will be one step closer to bringing Mashiach together. Be'ez HaShem. Second idea that I saw, a theme which ran through this Masechta was the idea of Haida, was this idea of gratitude. We started with the Gemara, we saw something Rishayim brought down, the reason why we started off with Krishma, we started off with this idea, why Rebbe start the Mishnayats with the idea of Brachas, was because of the importance of the Mitzvah of Krishma and the importance of the Mitzvah of Brachas, which is, because, which is based on the idea of Haida, which is based on the idea of gratitude, that a person is obligated to first give Haida to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to recognize the gift of life that HaKadosh Baruch Hu allowed him to be in, be in this world and enjoy HaKadosh Baruch's beautiful world. And we saw the Goran Daflam and Hey brought down that it's also a person to have a known this world without making any brachas. So again, this idea that uh, how fundamental the idea of gratitude is that a person is prohibited for a person to get out here on this world without thinking about Baruch which means that even though not everything has a specific bracha which Chazal made, like we saw, Rabbanah only remasak and brachas on specifically physical things, but really any other person has, he should thank HaKadosh Baruch And we saw throughout the last parak that the Chacham were remasak and brachas and all different types of things that a person gets enough from, that a person sees and appreciates. So again, this idea of gratitude. 
Now, it's actually fascinating that with the new positive psychology movement, which started about 30 years ago, which is that a study of people's happiness, the study of people's positive emotions, like happiness and joy, one of the biggest parts of uh, the studies that they have done and they've shown that increased people's happiness is this idea of gratitude. And actually the professor who's most famous in this field of studying gratitude is a professor named Robert Emerson. And I just finished a book by his called Thanks. And it's actually fascinating that he quotes a few of our Gemaras and Brachas. He quotes the Gemara and the Flamin, hey, that that a person is prohibited to have enough from this world without having a Bracha. He quotes, uh, he quotes Gemaras about the idea of Brachas and he quotes the fact that Chacham were misakin to make a hundred Brachas a day. So they have recognized that really this already uh, idea that they, you know, they've newly discovered that the attitude of gratitude is really coming from Chazal. Chazal already indicated to us the importance of a person giving Haida, being thankful. There's actually a beautiful morale in Siva Vaidah. The morale says that Haida comes from two, has two meanings. Number one, Haida means a person is makirtev, the person recognizes and person thanks the person who gives them a gift, who gives them a matana. That's the Lashon of Haida. So it says in morale, there's another Lashon built into the word of Haida, and that is Lashon of Haid. It's a Lashon of glory. And that is, says in morale, that a person, when he gives Haida, has to recognize that all of his covet, all of his glory, all of his accomplishments come from other people, people who have helped him reach the point that he is. So first of all, I want to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu, first and foremost, we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for giving us the ability to sit in this Kaisal Yismanish and to be able to uh, prepare the Shirem and to learn the Gemaras. Really a tremendous, tremendous chas. But really I have to thank, give a tremendous Hakar Satayv to my Yishchayel, to my wife, who not just allows me to prepare the Shirem, but she encourages me to prepare the Shirem and she helps me. Without her, the Shirem would not be possible. And like we saw in the Gemara in the beginning with Tachas Brachas, that Matzah Isha, Matzah Tayv, and that the ultimate Tayv that a person could have is when he's married and he finds a wife who gives him and the encouragement to come closer to HaKadosh Baruch and helps him throughout his journey in life. So again, Be'ez Hashem, whoever is married and whoever is Be'ez Hashem will be married to thank their wives for helping them and allowing them and encouraging them to learn the Meshachas that they have done. I also have to take this opportunity to thank my parents and my in-laws for encouraging me and supporting me and pushing me to grow and become a better, better person. Thank you for all your encouragement. So that was the two ideas that I've, you know, that the two themes that I picked up when I learned Mustafa's Brachas, and there's so many more. And Bez Hashem, everybody should try to find the ideas which speak to them, the Gemaras which really connect, that a person connects to. So now, finally, on this Indian of Dafyemi, Bez Hashem, you know, we're exactly to finish our first Mustafa in Dafyemi, and Bez Hashem, we will now move on to Mustafa Shabbos. So a good friend of mine, Rabbi Yaakov Hill Goodman, had a beautiful R on the idea of Dafyemi, and he said when Rosh Shapiro was Masak and Dafyemi, he really was Masak, and he really opened the biggest yeshiva in the world. He opened up yeshiva Dafyemi, and that is that a person, and we all have this struggle that, you know, whether a person's learning full time, whether a person is, you know, working and learning when he has the opportunity to learn, a person always wants to be part of a yeshiva, a person always wants to be part of something which is bigger than him. And that's really what Rabbi Shapiro accomplished when he opened up this yeshiva called Dafyemi. He opened this idea that wherever a person is, and whenever a person is, and whatever a person's doing. If a person learns the daf, then it doesn't make a difference whether he's on vacation, whether he's on Bein Azmanim, whether he's working and he's learning the daf. He's part of this yeshiva. He's part of yeshiva daf. I mean, it's a really, really incredible thing. That when we sit down to learn the daf, whether we're in Artisrael, we're in America, we're in England, whether we're on a plane, whether we're on vacation, wherever we are, we are part of yeshiva. And now, you know, we're joining the rest of Klai Yisrael in learning the Gemara. And for that, we have to thank Ramey Shapiro. We have to recognize when we're sitting down to learn the Gemara, it's not Ourself, we are part of something which is bigger than us. And I want to just speak out a few miles that I saw in being part of this yeshiva. So number one, it's, it's the biggest yeshiva in the world. But number two, it really, this yeshiva accepts everybody in Klai Yisrael. There's no prerequisites. You don't have to wear a certain yarmulke. You don't have to wear a certain type of clothing. In this yeshiva called Afyem, you could wear whatever you want. You could be any type of person. You could be holding anywhere, any stage in your life. And you could be part of this yeshiva. And we accept everybody. 
It was actually Friday where I was taking the Dirshu test. Dirshu actually offers a test every 30 blot that a person learns in the Dafyemi. They offer a test, which is actually a great incentive for a person to chazer. It's really a great opportunity. So Friday I actually took the test here in Yushalayim, in Eretz and I was sat down and I looked around and it was really a beautiful thing to see. There was Ashkenazim, there was Sfarim, there was Hasidim, there were Tziyayim, it was a beautiful thing. And everybody was sitting together and taking the test in Dafyemi. You see that we were really part of something bigger, part of a learning Dafyemi, which transcends all borders, all boundaries, and it's a really beautiful thing to take part in yeshiva where everybody is welcome, everybody's invited. So again, we really should recognize that Torah is really what uh, brings us all together, and hopefully we can bring more achdas through our learning of the Daf. Uh, another mile that I see in this yeshiva is the idea of Kavati to Mater, like we saw there, Hashem wrote down the Gwar and Shabbos, Mephlamet Aleph, that the second question we're going to be asked when we get up to Shemaim is Kavata Itim Mater, Kavei Itim. And to me, there's no better way than to be Kavei Itim than to join this yeshiva, which doesn't take off. It goes 365 days a year, every single, seven days a week, every single day, we have this opportunity to learn the daf, and every day we don't take a break. And we really do it, and it's really a commitment. Again, it's a big commitment, but it really is a tremendous opportunity. And I would encourage, you know, when I learned the daf, you know, parts of the daf last cycle, I found that even if I didn't have a lot of time throughout the day, if I came and it was the night and I only had five, ten minutes, I would read through the Gemara quickly. You know, I would read it in five, ten minutes. And although I didn't really understand everything that I was reading, but, you know, there are mission brings down that when it comes to Teresh if you don't understand what you're reading, then a person doesn't get any schar. However, the Shulchan Aruch Rav and Simon Reish Mem Gimel in the Kuntras Achim brings down that a person does get schar, the person learns very quickly, although he doesn't get the same amount of schar as if you put in the Amelis, but a person does get schar, and by the when he gets to Shemayim, they're going to explain those Gemaras to him. So again, what I felt that worked for me is that when I learned the Gemaras, even if I had five, ten minutes, I would read the Gemara, and again, I'll pick up something, pick up a word, pick up an idea, pick up a concept, and by the you'll come back to it, and by the now in the next cycle, I'm going to come back to it, and we're going to learn it again. But in order to be have that kavias, have the kavati from the I would recommend if it were, you know, each person has different things that work for them, but in order not to break the kavias, sit down, read the Gemara for two, three, four, whatever, however many minutes a person has, not to break the kavias. Another mile that I see, the final mile that I see for Dafyemi is that a person has a plan, a person has a vision, a person has a goal, a person has a direction that he's heading into. You know, sometimes when a person learns, it could be frustrating, a person could not, could feel that he doesn't really know where he's going with his learning. And again, Torah has to be, like the only guy in Mishnah says, there has to be an end of itself, that a person has to connect his learning and have a simcha in his learning, not just that, that he's finishing masachas and finishing things. A person has to, when he sits down to Gemara, be excited and be, you know, it has to be an enjoyable endeavor, like we saw the Yigletah Nakdama, based on Rabbi Rabbi and Rabbi in Nidarim and other Rishayim, that Torah has to be something which brings simcha to a person's life. A person has to learn Gemara b'simcha, and if a person's not finding joy in their learning, then they have to f- learn something else, they have to learn something different, they have to figure out another mahalach. Like the Gemara in Avadizar Nafitat says that Ein Adam Lamed El and the a person has to find the learning which connects them. So whether it's dafyem or something else, it has to be something which is enjoyable. However, so one of the things that people struggle with is that when they learn, they don't have a direction, they don't have a goal, they don't have a plan. So when a person learns dafyemi, a person ha- definitely has a plan. And if a person commits to the daf, a person recognizes that it's hard. Like Ramesh Shapiro spoke about by the second Sima Shas, Ramesh Shapiro said, it's, Dafyemi is a hard thing. Dafyemi is a person has to have a really big vision, a really big you know, view on the future, an eye on the future, because it does. It takes seven and a half years, and you have to plug away day after day after day. And sometimes it can feel like you know, it's, it's going to take forever, and it's going to take so long. But first of all, a person has to celebrate in his small accomplishments. He has to recognize every daf he learns, every line he learns. You don't get more schar for the last half and chess than for the first half and chess. So we have to celebrate all the small accomplishments. But the idea that a person has a goal, he has a vision, but as Hashem in seven years he will finish Shas is really should be a tremendous inspiration and a motivation to keep a person going.
And like Shlomo Melech writes in Mishlei, Rabbis Machshavis Belev Ish Vatas Hashem Hisakum. A person has a lot of machshavas. A person has a lot of ideas, but it's really all up to Hakadosh Baruch So we don't know where a person is going to be next year, in two years, in seven years from now. But if a person commits the daf, that's the one thing a person does know that Be'ez Hashem, if a person commits the daf and Hashem gives him siyat nishmai to learn the Gemara, then every day, whether a person's going to move, change jobs, go to a different yeshiva, move on next stage in life, a person commits the daf, a person has a kviyas, a person has something that he knows he's going to be doing every day for the next few years. Be'ez Hashem, and that should hopefully allow a person to connect to Kadesh Baruch Hu and really, really grow in a person's learning. So as we, Bez Hashem, start Masech Shabbos, you know, there's a saying, which, that Ba Shabbos Ba Menucha, that when Shabbos comes, Masech Shabbos comes, people start resting, and it's actually interesting that we saw the Gemara, maybe that's what the Gemara ended off by Masech Shabbos, that Tamid Acham, Ein Le Menucha Leibel, Ma'zevel, Ma'ba, that know that Tamid Acham don't just drop out, they don't have Menucha in this world, because a person is always looking to grow, looking to move in the ladder, move up in the ladder from step to the next step. So, when we're starting with Sakhla Shabbos, we have to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for this opportunity to learn with Sakhla Shabbos. And Shabbos is really a beautiful, beautiful Masechta. It's actually the second to longest Masechta in Shas, but it really is. It's a beautiful Masechta. It's not a specifically hard Masechta. It's got so many different beautiful and yanim about, the idea, about Shabbos and we're learning about the different Malachas and we're learning about the ideas of Shabbos. It's actually when we learned Masechta Shabbos, we had the discourse of learning Masechta Shabbos under Maria Rabbi Kalman Epstein Shlita, and she was and when we learn with the Shabbos, every you know through every Shabbos when Rav would get up to speak, he would tell us that now that we're learning with the Shabbos, what better time then to learn about the ideas of Shabbos and to connect to Shabbos and to have a new appreciation appreciation of Shabbos. So as Hashem, as we start learning with the Shabbos, we will try to bring in different ideas about Shabbos, about Shabbos creation, how to connect to Shabbos, and each person to try to use the learning of Mazal Shabbos to help him in his Kim of, of Shabbos and to really, really connect to Shabbos in a new way. So as Hashem, we should all be Zeichah to Chaz Masechlis Brachas and to return to Masechlis Brachas. And like we say in the Hadron, Hadron Allah, Vahadron Chalon, and that we should go back to Brachas and Brachas should come back to us. And Bez Hashem, my plan is, and if anybody wants, I can definitely send out the Shiyarim. Bez Hashem, I plan on Chazring every day that we start in Masechlis Shabbos. I'll also go back to Daf Beis. You know, every day we do a Daf in Shabbos, we'll also Daf quickly in Brachas. So 5, 10, quick Chazara, very, very quick of the Shach Retire of the Gemara. But again, everybody should work out their own plan of Chazara from Masechlis Brachas. But as we go on, we should be to now learn Masech Shabbos and increase our awareness and increase our appreciation for Shabbos. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Have a further chen. Purim.